The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Ward B trustee Michelle Draper is one of those trustees wanting to make sure there is a plan in place. She joins us now. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. All right. You know what, Michelle, you have um, you have uh, served on on the board um, of the Edmonton Public School Board for since 2013. I'm curious to know what your thoughts and opinions were of this uh, of this program uh, over the past number of years. Well, I think we've had certainly questions and it's been raised um, we had a lunch and learn, which you call a kind of a, a trustee professional development, where we had someone from the school resource officer program come um, in, in, tandem with our, in tandem with our administration and present to us on the program. I know um, several of us were interested in ensuring that there was review of the implementation as it was expanding to our junior high. But there was nothing sort of concrete or official, I guess, in terms of reporting back to the board. And mm. that's uh, why Trustee Sterling, I think, brought this motion forward to make sure that there was a direct line of communication in terms of reporting back to the board. So this program uh, was put in place and uh, and it's it's been in place for a number of years now. But over those years, what you're saying is that you haven't really been kept apprised of how it's working, cost effectiveness, um, concerns brought up by 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 teachers, by students, by parents. Is is that part of the big issue here? Well, there is a memorandum of understanding. So, of course, we're a governance level board and we delegate yeah. to our superintendent to administrate and oversee. We have many memorandums of understanding and many programs. But, of course, this one has, uh, you know, is, is, is quite important and, and, and deserves the oversight that we're now looking to put in. And, and that was the second part of the vote last Tuesday was to put in stronger oversight and better reporting mechanisms. It, Michelle, what are you hearing from uh, from students, um, from parents, uh, and maybe you know members of the public about the program? Um, you know whether it's you know uh, you know people saying you know we love this program, or, or or others saying you know we're not comfortable with police officers in schools. What do you hear? Mm-hmm. Well, and there's certainly strong perspectives on it, and I've heard both sides. I've heard from our principals that this is a an important part of the programming that they offer in their schools. And of course, their budgets have been set. Those staffing decisions have, have already been made. And so for them, it, it uh, is something that they're, they were or they are expecting to have in place. Um, but I've also heard from stakeholders, from students, parents, teachers, community that are raising concerns. And, and they're telling us loudly, they're saying that uh, they're students that feel that the presence of a police officer in their school heightens their sense of insecurity and specifically black, brown, indigenous, LGBTQ, two queer um, plus, two-spirited plus people are feeling disproportionately policed. Mm. And that's been made quite clear to us. 
if if you were to look at from what you know and what what you've learned from over the past number of years, um, you know, what would you consider the merits of having um, a school resource officer? in our schools and and then the drawbacks i mean you just talked about some of them because some some kids are feeling um you know uncomfortable with it but if if you were to look at at that and break it down for my listeners the merits and the drawbacks what would they be mm-hmm. and we for both sides in terms of the merit yeah. we have there's a sense of of um having that relationship that direct relationship with not only Edmonton Police, but the wraparound services that they have connections to right in the school. So so it's closer than, let's say, if it was a, a community police officer, for example. So yeah. the, the member, the school resource officer becomes a member of that school community and provides um, supports around law enforcement, absolutely around um, that piece. But what I've also heard is that there is a role that a school resource officer plays in terms of coaching and mentoring Mm -hmm. and supporting students and students and their family, especially if there are situations that involve the law. Now, the argument on the other side is that are school resource officers the best or trained even to be uh, support workers in terms of counselors and mental health workers and and so on? Are there other other models um, that could be effective in terms of providing support to all our students and that's what made me come forward with this statement in conjunction with Councillor Paquette that we need to we need to look at opportunities and, and explore other options. Yeah, so in your statement, you're calling for an effective and safe alternative to the SRO program to ensure schools are not left without support should the program be suspended at tomorrow's special board meeting. So mm-hmm. uh, you're looking ahead to that meeting tomorrow thinking, okay, if they decide, boom, we're going to suspend this, you know, what is going to fill that space in, in the meantime? What does that look like to you? Well, that's exactly it, Jalen. that... When, when this motion was brought forward um, on Tuesday of last week, uh, we voted in favor of a notice of waiver of notice, which means we didn't have those two weeks to say, well, what are the implications of withdrawing this program? Frankly, in the middle of a pandemic, when education has suffered so many cuts, we have lost so many supports, what would the implications be for principals and, and, and students and staff? And what what alternatives are there? And there weren't clear sort of processes that that I felt I could say, yes, okay, so if this is gone, then then this is what we can offer. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm calling on our administration, on the city, on our principals, our stakeholders, our staff to work together with our community, with our students to identify something that could be in the place of this support that's potentially going to be suspended um, so, given the vote tomorrow. I, I guess I'm be, a little bit... <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing I'm, I, I'm, I'm questioning a little bit why, why we why couldn't just put this on pause, like put it on put it on pause for some months. Let's develop something. I, I, I don't. It seems to me a little bit that you might be cutting off your nose spite of your face. You know, for some for some folks, it just seems like it's a, it's a real rush, and I'm wondering why we're rushing. Hmm. Well, and that's certainly the question, and I think the events that are transpiring here within Edmonton where the city themselves are being questioned to review funding to police the the, the situations that are happening all, all over the world in fact um, where where we're all having to really 
really ask ourselves um, about the role that that we play in systemic racism and anti-oppression and what can Mm -hmm. we do about it and it's been clear that the SROs are part of the education system and and we've been called on to say that there are concerns with that system strong and valid concerns that I recognize yeah, yeah, strong and valid concerns, absolutely, and they deserve to be looked out. But looked at, but again, I, I think it's, um, I think it's imperative to you know make a plan forward, um, you know, in 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 some way. Are there are there mm-hmm, organizations? Have you looked at? <laughs> yeah, have you have you looked at other school boards? I know. I think you know Ottawa got rid of the SRO program. Toronto got rid of the SRO program as well. Have you looked elsewhere to see what they have put in place, um, or, or have you? Do we know of any? Uh, local schools that have maybe, you know, or other schools, uh, school districts that have done something in place of this and it's working well in addressing the concerns of those students and teachers and families um, that have been raised through all of this? Well, part of the motion that was put forward and approved, um, supported 100% by the board, was to undertake a external review that would include um, an environmental scan and that would provide the answers to to just Mm -hmm. those questions you're asking. Uh, interesting, and I know Councillor uh, Edmonton City Councillor um, uh, Paquette is, as you mentioned, was um, supportive of this as well, saying we need a solution that is for the community by the community, and mm-hmm. I think that we can all agree that our communities are not as safe as we'd like them to be. Uh, we're going to find success in crime prevention by addressing mental health issues, creating community, and supporting our most vulnerable, and that starts with our kids and in our schools. Do you know what the cost is to run this program? Uh, it has been it has been publicly um, reported. It's uh, about a million cost. dollars, isn't it? Yeah, I don't have it right in front of me, but I do know that um, it, it, we have uh, shared that cost, and and and, and I can yeah. again um, send it to you right after. Get a communications people to do that, but um, yeah. it is a split cost with the city of Edmonton. It's a shared resource. What are you expecting is going to happen tomorrow at the at this at this meeting, Michelle? Well, there's there's process pieces in place. So the first thing is that the only person that could had had the ability to call for a revote was the board chair. As we are on yeah. summer, um, whatever you call it, it's not sure it's a break yet, but <laughs> we've delegated to the superintendent. And so the board is on leave, for lack of a better word. I mean, we're still all in our roles and, and trying to uh, connect with the community. But delegation had occurred. And so the only person that could have called for a revote was the board chair. And that has been done and notice has been given. However, that being said, there will still be the call for waiver of notice, which is what I explained that two weeks that we get between um, the the motion being brought forward and our opportunity to debate it. Now, that has to be approved 100%. So if colleagues decide that we can debate that tomorrow, then we will and we'll do due diligence and have that debate once again. Interesting. Okay, Michelle Draper joining me this afternoon, uh, the Edmonton Public School Board Trustee for Ward B. Uh, We'll be watching it closely, Michelle. Thanks for joining (laughs) us this afternoon. (laughs) Take care. Okay, bye-bye.